1953, Harry S. Truman received the Ozark Hillbilly Medallion at the Shrine Mosque. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower, this is Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. I'm Andy Carr. I'm Dan Howell. And Dan, we are not alone today. Who is our guest? It seems to be a man by the name of Jake Herring. Yeah, Jake Herring. <laughs> He's wandered into the studio. What's your real name, Jake? Jake Heron. Jake Heron. Heron. From, from Jake's Burgers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> also an old friend of ours. How long have we known each other, Jake? I don't know, like 10 years? 10 plus, I'd say. Like a that. long time. I have well, to admit, I usually refer to you as Bike Jake <laughs> but with my girlfriend because we know so many Jakes and Jacobs. Yeah. That, uh, and I see you on your bike so often <laughs> that it's just easier to call you Bike Jake. And bike I Jake. never took the time to actually learn your last name. That's a, yeah, that's that fits. It makes <laughs> me probably sound a little bit crunchier than I am. <laughs> Jake, can you tell us a little bit about Jake's Burgers before we get into our restaurant today? Sure. I make vegan burgers, patties for people to buy at grocery stores. Like what grocery stores? Uh, you can get them at Homegrown Foods, and you can get them at all of the Mama Jeans locations. Awesome. We will talk about that a little bit more towards the end of the show. But first, Dan, what's our restaurant this week? Andy, this week we ate at a little spot called Purple Burrito. Mmm. Purple Burrito is a small regional chain specializing in California-style Mexican food. What exactly is California-style Mexican food, you ask? Well, that depends on who you ask. The Purple Burrito proprietors would tell you it implies fresh ingredients, entrees made to order, and, most importantly, flash-fried tacos. A man named Leo Palaez opened the very first Purple Burrito near the northeast corner of Campbell and Sunshine in the summer of 2009, though at the time he called it Purple Burrito Express for some reason. Palaez did not undertake the adventure alone, however. It seems that from the beginning, he and a group of friends from southwestern Florida conceived Purple Burrito as a chain of family-owned franchises and they soon expanded the business to several locations around Springfield and the surrounding areas. The group of entrepreneurs chose Springfield over other cities in contention because they felt Springfield lacked true California-style options. Though a few locations have come and gone over the last decade, there remain three operating Purple Burritos in Springfield, as well as one each in Ozark and Republic. So, nearly a decade and still going... Pretty strong, I guess. Springfield has dozens of solid, reputable Mexican food options. But today, we're going to see what, if anything, sets Purple Burrito apart. I mean, besides the name Purple Burrito. Purple Burrito. What does that even mean? Would you eat a burrito if it were purple? Do they put those purple onions in there? Those are actually red onions, I guess, and a red burrito is already a thing. Is it purple like a bruise? Do they mash them on the ground before serving them? Why not call it bruised burrito in that case? Actually, that seems like a hard sell. Is this bio segment long enough yet? Will people be disappointed that it is not as long and as crazy as the Ziggy's bio? Anyway, purple burrito. It exists! 
Andy got into some uh, serious Andy Rooney territory there. <laughs> I kind of lost the thread there, didn't I? <laughs> you know, a lost thread for some is just a phantom thread for others. <laughs> so one of the reasons we had Jake on today is because Jake is a big fan of Purple Burrito, correct? Yeah, uh, it's like one of the only places I eat out. When did you start eating a Purple Burrito? Probably when they opened, the first one that I went to was the one that is now a Popeye's. Oh, where's that? On Glenstone. Oh, interesting. Yeah, right yep. across from CVS. The first one they opened is actually the one on Campbell. Is that true? Uh-huh. I didn't know that. Yep. Well, did you not spend two hours researching it yesterday? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they had to per- that, paint that uh, purple burrito on Glenstone orange for the uh, Popeye's. Man, I bet that took several Layers of paint. Absolutely. I, I actually did consult <laughs> let's, the owners. Let's talk about it more. <laughs> Dan, what's your history with Purple Burrito? Andy, I've been to Purple Burrito a number of times. That number would be uh, very large. It's one of the only Mexican places I even go to anymore. As I said, we're not a big sit down at a restaurant eaters. So we go for places that are a little easier to pick up at, and Purple Burrito is great for that. Uh, great takeout service there. Excellent, excellent. I don't have much of a history at Purple Burrito, save for meeting Jake there a few times. I like it just fine, but I generally have my stable of Mexican restaurants that I go to, Then Purple Burrito is not one of the horses in that stable. <laughs> Put it that way. Let's get into our meals today, gentlemen. What do you say? Jake, what do you normally get when you visit Purple Burrito? I pretty much bounce between two things, either the bean and cheese burrito or the fish tacos. Solid options. What is it you like about the fish tacos? I can't think of anything there is to not like about the fish tacos. <laughs> They're just really good. They got like a sort of, it's not ranch, but you know, it's like a little bit runnier and um, there's a bunch of dill in it. It's just this tasty sauce. And then... um the lettuce or i'm sorry the cabbage is super great the cheese is always like it's a cheese that you i don't know i just i never get cheese like that anywhere else it's pretty finely shredded yeah, yeah. I like that about it and it's like a colby jack that's uh it's marbled um i i don't think it's like an expensive cheese yeah it's just something that you know is feels kind of unique to their place and i the, agree the fish itself is always just fried to perfection and it's like two dollars <laughs> it's <laughs> crazy cheap I have a feeling we're going to keep coming back to the price point. Can you tell us a little bit about the bean burrito as well? Yeah, it's just it's just a great it, – it's got that cheese in it. It's just a solid bean burrito. I mean, it's not something that's like life-changing, uh, but it is a very tasty burrito, and it's huge, and it's, uh, again, only $3. So, I wanted purple burrito to change my life. <laughs> I love burritos. For a while, I lived in Portland, Oregon, and fell in love with burritos while I was there because they're portable and they're cheap. You can carry them around with you if you don't mind a little bit of a mess. And I love them. You guys don't know this, but when I moved back here from Portland, I started a burrito blog. Did <laughs> I did really? know that, actually. You did know that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember the burrito, burrito blog. blog. I'm amazed I, we don't have a po' boy blog. Oh, we totally should have done that. Yeah. We'll talk about that another time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I went back and looked for my burrito blog, and I don't even know where those are. They're on you know, several laptops worth of hard drives ago so i couldn't find them but i got I them love, all printed out in a journal printed out in a journal yeah 
You know, yeah, yeah, I did hammer. Well, you misunderstand. I hand wrote them <laughs> and scanned the pages into my Zanga. Yeah, I've got a copy. <laughs> <laughs> Weird, dude. <laughs> anyway, so I was primed. I was ready to love a place that I could go get a portable burrito because you, Dan, had talked about how great they are as a takeout option. Love them. So my first trip, I went to the West Carney location because I figured you guys would both go to the Campbell location. I wanted to, you know, switch it up a little Diversify bit. Diversify your bonds. My immediate observations as i walked in huge colorful painted ad outside for a 575 special uh it was pretty made me want to buy it the font is so goofy (laughs) it's like the least hip looking it's not not like a cool font it's like a cool design it's like uh text a kid would choose if they were working like on a google doc or maybe like futura uh maybe like a airbrush t-shirt font yes yes exactly A woman was working alone, talking to a man, sitting at a table in front of a finished meal. They were having a spirited argument about something in Spanish, not loud, but I was the only person in there. <laughs> You'll be surprised to hear, Dan. <laughs> and so it was impossible for me to ignore. And it was kind of fun. I don't know. It, they were speaking Spanish. Uh, the food. <laughs> I'm going to start with the refried beans. They were a little runnier than I prefer. It was almost like a bean dip rather than refried beans. Had it been called bean dip, I think I would have liked it more. But since I... Had expected refried beans. It was a little bit of a letdown. Uh, they were seasoned mildly. Top with that finely shredded cheese blend that we talked about. The consistency made it a nice mix with the rice. The seasoning of which was also a little bland, but had a nice soft texture. No random overfried bitch. You, know, you can get the overfried rice sometimes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. None of that here. So credit where it's due. The rice and beans mixed together really nicely. At least partially redeeming the negative qualities of each. Is there is there anybody who doesn't mix their rice and beans together at, at like Mexican restaurants? I go no beans, not a big refried bean fan, but I am a big fan of their rice in particular. But if you had rice and you had beans and you oh, like, I'd mix and them. you like the beans, I'd mix them. I'm mixing yeah. the rice with whatever else is on the plate. Anyway. I don't want to mince words here, but if you don't do that, you're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to answer your initial question, there, Jake. Uh, no, no one has done that before me. I invented it. I ordered a California burrito. Purple burrito defines the California burrito as having meat, beans, cheese, guac, salsa, and French fries. For my meat, I picked pastor, which is my favorite Mexican protein style, at least when it's done a certain way. Small chunks of pork marinated with dried chili, spices, and pineapple before being cooked on a vertical spit. Guys, do you think they have a vertical spit in the back of a pack of purple burrito? I've never seen one. Yeah, I don't think so. I've been back there. There's so much. I've been back there. Wow. (laughs) Wait. VIP. I'm sort of a VIP member. I need to know more about this. PBVIP. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So back to Pastor. One thing that's so great about it is that the seasoning clumps up on the little chunks of pork. There's so much seasoning that mm-hmm. sort of clumps up on there. And the pineapple is crucial. I can't stress this enough. The cooking style, you can fake. You know, you don't obviously have to have a vertical spit, but you can't fake the pineapple. It has to have pineapple to be Pastor. Does theirs have pineapple? No, Dan. No, Dan, it doesn't have pineapple. Uh, unfortunately, no. The pine- purple burrito pastor did not include pineapple. It was a solid pastor, like a shortcut pastor, though. At least the bites that weren't overpowered by the sour cream. Uh, I have a love-hate relationship with sour cream. Such a danger of having too much of it on any given dish. Varies restaurant to restaurant. My default is to have it excluded. However, I took the risk with purple burrito just to experience the burrito as its designers intended. But that risk did not pay off. 
Have you ever uh, have you ever used Greek yogurt instead of sour cream? No, I certainly have. Yeah, that's a good. That's it's, a good mix up. It's a super pro move, man. Because then you can just put it in. You know, if you want to have a smoothie or something. Yeah. Oh, you can use it for very that versatile. Too. I just put sour yeah. cream in my smoothies. <laughs> that's also a good. <laughs> Am I not supposed to do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I found the sour cream overpowering. I know other people like it. Do you guys like sour cream? I yeah. love it. Yeah. Other people like it, so I'm not counting that against Purple Burrito officially. Not counting against them. Market. I talk a lot about proportion and distribution for different dishes. You're talking about it all the time. <laughs> Burritos are more complicated in that respect, at least in terms of distribution. Proportions are more important, but it's an expectation with the burrito that the different components will shift around inside and mix together. It's part of the fun and part of the problem with a burrito. Different bites of the same burrito will taste totally different. Now, tacos offer a more controlled, deliberate mix of fillings while burritos are... More of an adventure. <laughs> Andy just winked at Jake and I. <laughs> Are you sure that that's like how a burrito is supposed to be made and not that you just had poorly made burritos? I'm not sure, to be honest. Because like sometimes you go to Taco Bell and you get that seven layer and there's a kid that's just like one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> yeah. And then you get like oh, six, seven, right? <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And then uh, you get one bite of sour cream and one bite of avocado, uh, allegedly. But, you know, <laughs> I, sometimes I wonder if that's, like, by design. Yeah. I, they have those Henry Ford assembly line burritos there at <laughs> Taco Bell. <laughs> I am happy to say <laughs> that the Provo burrito, Andy's California so happy right burrito, now. <laughs> was a fun adventure. <laughs> I had maybe three transcendent bites. Bites that had pastor, fries, guacamole, and salsa, each equally present. Those three bites were amazing. If the whole thing had tasted like those three bites, this would have become a new staple for me. But alas, there were maybe 25 other bites as well. And though none were bad, bland, or in any way unpleasant, they were merely good. A mix of hints of familiar flavors, definitely worth the $7.50, Definitely better than any locally available fast food burrito and better than most fast casual chains as well. I'm talking your Chipotle's, your Moe's, your Qdoba. Qdobes. I don't think I'll go there again, to be honest. Now I have an option for that kind of portable burrito. Even if it's not going to be my top portable burrito, burrito in the world, I still have an option. I'm not done, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk salsa for a second. How do you guys feel about their different salsas? Big fan of the green. Ooh, Okay. I also like their green salsa. Gosh. <laughs> Talking about that cash. I love money. <laughs> That's one thing I know about Jake is money is his top thing. He's in the a world. money fiend. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, check on my hedge fund. Um, yeah, the the Verde is super good and they used to have salsa borracha. Is that drunk salsa? Yeah. Ooh. I missed that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they put um, Either tequila is something that tastes an awful lot like tequila in there. Ooh. Yeah, it was really tasty. That sort of goes against their typical set of ethics. No, you can cook with alcohol and not oh, have a... I just mean a purple burrito. No no alcohol. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. It's like, yeah, that you can cook with alcohol without having a liquor license. So Don't make things up. I gotta say, guys. <laughs> what? Is that don't make things up? <laughs> We're off the rails. <laughs> uh, 
Gotta say, guys, wasn't a big fan of the green salsa. What? It's like pure liquid. I like some chunks. <laughs> That's the way salsas are. They're I liquid. like some vegetable in there. They have a chunky <sighs> salsa as well. Indeed. Did you I like really that like one better? Chunky yeah, salsa. chunky mild salsa. Kind of an entry-level standard salsa. Decent. Mix it with my rice at the end of the meal. Good. Good. Like the sweet one quite a bit. Really? Yeah. Mm. Enjoyed the sweet, spicy flavor, but couldn't figure out what to use it on. It wasn't have good you, on chips. Have you ever uh, gotten a Mexican Villa burrito? Oh, no. Did you know about this place called Mexican Villa? <laughs> we are <laughs> very aware. It's on our radar. <laughs> Believe they me. have this sweet salsa there. Oh, man, it's so good. So, <laughs> boys, that, that wraps up my, uh, my first trip to Purple Burrito this week. Let's get into my second. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's right. I was a little disappointed the first time and decided to try again. So my second trip, this time I went to the Campbell location and I got three tacos. I got a lengua taco, which is cow tongue. tongue. Yeah. What? Rich, fatty, reminiscent of pork belly with a little less flavor. Expected it to be tough, but it's actually only slightly chewy. Kind of <laughs> liked it. Got chorizo, steaming, spicy, not crazy greasy. Oh. You know, a lot of times chorizo will be really greasy, like it'll soak through your tortilla. This did sure. not. I, they must have put it on a paper towel to soak up the grease or something. Uh, barbacoa, which I was my last bite. I ate these in the order that I mentioned them. Is that how that's pronounced? I've always wondered because I've only ever seen it written. I think it's barbacoa. Barbacow? Barbacow. Whatever. <laughs> I think it's definitely barbacoa. <laughs> it was a little disappointing after the chorizo. It wasn't bad, but it was lacking some seasoning. And barbacoa, I expect there to be sauce, like some sort of barbecue sauce or something on, on there. And this didn't. It was just seasoning. One thing I especially loved about these tacos is that they were street-style tacos, so pretty small. But they did not double tortilla the taco. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of those places will do the two tortillas. I can't stand it. I always ditch one of them because it separates my tongue from the flavor. <laughs> is that is that with only the corn tortillas? I've seen it both ways. Really? Yeah. Really? I figured that they just did it with corn tortillas for, like, structural stability. That's probably accurate. This double place, flour seems gummy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not into that. I like flour tacos, flour tortillas. These were very thin flour tortillas at Purple Burrito. I like these a lot. Also, I ordered a churro to go. It was not on the menu. I went up and asked if they had any dessert. And I have to say, with my entire Purple Burrito experience, I took one bite of that churro and it was fantastic. It was. I watched her fry it and it came out of the fryer. It was, it was, it was less than a minute from it coming out of the fryer to me taking the bite and that was... Awesome. Was this a standard churro? Because I know that they have actually a variety of churros there. Do they? They have an apple churro, which I've never had, and an Oreo churro, which oh. is not particularly good. Wow. Okay. No, no, this was a standard churro with nothing inside. She seems surprised that I came up and asked. They didn't have anything on the walls or on the menu. I just went up and said, hey, do you guys have anything for dessert? And she says, oh, we just have churros. And she seemed genuinely surprised that I wanted <laughs> Get the one. purple burritos <laughs> secret menu, man. <laughs> Uh, the atmosphere at this one was much friendlier. She was really nice. She made conversation. Not that the other one was unfriendly. It's just I might as well, you know, I was kind of, I felt like a little bit of a nuisance. <laughs> I was uh, <laughs> distra- distracting them from the conversation they were having. So that was my second trip. You guys want to hear about my third? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Give me just a second. I got to get my other set of notes out. Andy has a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they look at me very strangely when I bring in my scroll and quill. <laughs> That's what that might have been the uh, nuisance like looks you were receiving at the Carney location. I didn't even think about that. That does make sense. 
So my last trip was the third and final Springfield location that I had not visited, which is the one on South Campbell, where it intersects with Plainview, aka Farm Mode 182, very close to where I grew up. Oh, that's I, like out in Nixa, basically. Close, very yeah. close to Nixa on the way. Nixa's a suburb of Springfield if you're not from here. Yeah, we don't talk about a whole lot of the uh, outer Springfield yeah. areas. Nixa doesn't on exist. This pod. If we can't see it from up here in the tower, it's not real. <laughs> anyway <laughs> so the south campbell location my intention gentlemen was to get a fish taco and a tamale of some kind relatively light dinner because i had a movie to go to immediately after i did not want to sit there with a heavy burrito or some other sort of heavy dish in my belly first thing i noticed no tamales at the south campbell location also Everything on the menu was $2 more expensive. Wow. The combos, which are $6.99 at Campbell and Kearney, or rather, the northern Campbell location in Kearney, are $6.99. And at this one, they are $8.99. Was not happy. <laughs> they also didn't have a burrito combo. Hey, you know, I got to say, though, if you, if you can get that Southside money, get it. Yeah. Oh, 100%. All for it. However... It was just a little disappointing when I expected to have like an $8 dinner and wound up spending 14 or whatever I spent. So I ordered something Dan recommended, which was a carnitas chimichanga mm. sans sour cream this time. I was excited to see that they had the sweet salsa, like the carne location, the one I like so much. I got some. I tried it while waiting for my burrito, and it burned my tongue. It was so <laughs> spicy. It was so hot. That rules. <laughs> it well, wasn't sweet. It was just spicy. Yeah. Now, did you go there on April 1st? We do uh, record these pretty far in yeah. advance. <laughs> okay. It was actually April 1st, 2013. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've been planning this for a long time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you know, I've, I've worked in a lot of restaurants, and that's something that I've found that all of them have in common with each other is that if you work at one location, there's like people who come in and they're like, the other location has no idea what they're doing. They're just like wrecking everything, and these aren't the same dishes, and it's like, they're they're the same dishes like i mean they you know it's not like they're giving them different recipes but it always comes out different it's a little bit of a like a personal experience based on who's cooking that day i guess which it makes some sense with this business because if you remember from the bio each location is owned by a different member of two different families so they're all kind of putting their own spin on it i think that's a really cool setup for a chain like a quote unquote chain sure uh you know that you've kind of got like yeah, it's the same heart and spirit, but as you go to different ones, you're going to get like a slightly different thing. And it's like, you know, their own local interpretation as they maybe move out, you know? Yeah, that's, that's cool. awesome. We're going to get a little more into that later, I think. <laughs> we <laughs> talked about that a little bit last week with Ziggy's. They had different franchises owned by different members of that family, too. It's the second week in a row we've had a family franchise business. So, about this chimichanga. Remember how I said that the churro was the best thing that I ate? Mm. I remember. The chimichanga was the best thing. something else that was deep fried? <laughs> yes. Okay. So my experiences with chimichangas in the past, I'm talking almost every single chimichanga I've ever had, has indeed been a fried tortilla stuffed with whatever, meat, beans, you know, the filling, and then deep fried. This was much bigger than any chimichanga I've ever had. It was a fried burrito, a mm. full-sized Massive fried burrito, but it was fried so much that the outside was like a chip. 
and it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, they're doing the Lord's work. They <laughs> certainly are. It was on the level that chorizo taco, that churro. All the things that start with CH. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of, I guess that's the rule, right? I'm just going to stick with CH orders right now. Next, they're gonna they're gonna do the the chard C H R D chard tacos <laughs> next yeah. time, and I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna be all over that Swiss chard, <laughs> the ch- ch- fish tacos. <laughs> so I I ate that whole thing, despite that I had the movie after. It's lame that this location charges more for the same items and has a more limited menu. But wow, they served me the best food I got at any of the purple burritos. They also had a salsa called New Mexico. It was the only one of the three locations that had a salsa called new mexico had a little orange hue to it and it was fantastic it was like the perfect level of heat but also full of flavor and it really paired with the chimichanga in an extraordinary ways done <laughs> andy uh jake <laughs> all right i believe dan is the last person from whom we have not heard you guys i'm gonna get into it right now three two one i do have a new rule I actually debuted it last week, although the listeners and Andy were not privy to it. I am now, if the restaurant I'm ordering from offers an item with their name in it, I'm ordering that. Last week, I ordered the Benedict a la Ziggy's. This week, went with the purple burrito herself. Can we call this the name of the game policy? Um, no, we can't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, never mind. Um, we'll have a naming competition in the coming weeks. Anyway, I did have the purple burrito. It had (laughs) carne asada, bacon, guacamole, peppers, and onions. And it's a very tasty burrito. It's certainly not my favorite thing I've ever had there. I think I probably prefer the California burrito, but I really had to stick to the rule this week. Big fan of their fries in general. As you kind of commented on with the California burrito. I love the idea of the California burrito. I think I've only had one California burrito that I really loved. You're not going to be surprised where it was. Was it? Del Taco. Oh. (laughs) Well, Del Taco has those like so crispy, salty fries. My problem with the California burrito at Purple Burrito as well as other places is that the fries, they get mushy. It's almost like having... Mm -hmm mashed potatoes inside yep. your burrito which isn't bad yeah I that would just... sounds really good <laughs> no it's great <laughs> well, i also just love the idea of having or tasting that crunch of the of a fry as if it were fresh now i'm not sure if the uh carne asada and bacon in the purple burrito is uh specifically california burrito style that has originated somewhere else or if that is just theirs and theirs alone sure but it was very tasty it like i said not not the best thing I've ever had there. I think the fish tacos are a pretty big contender for best taco in Springfield. Uh, they've got that white corn tortilla. Little pro tip, you can order them with a flour tortilla, and I think that steps them up just a little bit. Do they have the flour tortillas in that small size the same as the corn tortillas, or do they just like jam the ingredients into a large flour. So it depends. Are you talking the Taco Tuesday dollar tacos, which come in a smaller white corn tortilla, or the standard... I just mean the standard fish taco, because I think that the uh, those little ones are not like a better value. You know what I mean? I, I feel like they use kind of fajita-size white uh, flour tortillas whenever okay. I've had them substituted cool. in the past. It's a little upgrade, probably... 
five, six, seven dollars. Nothing really big to a man of my stature. I just love purple burrito. There's really nothing else to it. That chimichanga, I think you were maybe right to have them get rid of the sour cream on it because they do actually put sour cream on an entire half of it and then guacamole on the other half. So it is very heavily sauced. I didn't mention that, that that, you know, so crispy fried chimichanga was covered with guacamole and cheese but it was also so structurally sound because of the level to which it was fried that i could hold it in my hand yeah it was like a portable chimichanga which is it's we've mentioned this before it's a feat of engineering that the the chimmy is probably my end all be all order there i really love the chunks of pork with the same shredded cheese blend that we've been talking about um I, I, I just kind of love Purple Burrito. There's really nothing else about it. I didn't have it three times this week because I'm not a psychopath like Andy. But. Oh, I After Ziggy's last week, I was just thinking, how could I top that? And <laughs> you found it. <laughs> I did. Well, I'm discovering something about myself. Well, I already knew this about myself, but I'm discovering that this part of my personality has extended into this podcast in a way that I did not expect. Like I've always kind of been a completionist. Like I need to do all of a thing. Like, I can't just watch a TV show. I have to watch every episode of the show and listen to the po- like pre podcasts about it. Also, now I just have to eat everything on the menu at these places or visit every <laughs> single one. I'm mentally ill. <laughs> With that, let's get into our ratings of Purple Burrito. Jake, how many cute little violet donkeys would you rate Purple Burrito out of five? Well, uh, probably just because you know. It's one of the only places I, I was saying that I eat out. Probably five out of five, man. Wow. Karen! <laughs> Karen! Okay, she's, she's got it. We got another five out of five. Awesome. Thanks, Karen. Does mine count? Oh, it absolutely yeah. does. Oh, cool. You're an well, honorary member. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'd, I'd be slinging those out like everywhere. I'd just be like, man, that was uh, some great grilled cheese I just had. <laughs> well, that's good. We need that. I feel like... I don't know if, if you guys, you know, feel the same way, but I over, tend to overthink these things a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we could use somebody that just is happy to throw a five around. Dan, what do you think? How many cute little violet donkeys would you give Purple Burrito? Andy, I love Purple Burrito. This particular visit wasn't the best I've ever had it, but just kind of judging on overall, all the different dishes, very versatile I'm going to go 4.5 violent donkeys because, uh. frankly, this place kicks butt. <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Gentlemen, this is a complicated issue, as so many issues in our times are. My big question after three trips to purple burrito is why did i go to purple burrito three times oh no i've been pretty clear about why i went (laughs) who is this place for it tastes good it's priced almost exactly right for the product but it's not fast food it feels weird to me as a sit-down hangout also the name purple burrito makes a promise on which the establishment does not deliver here's what i mean when i hear purple burrito i'm thinking fun party vibe that's not what this place is about purple burrito would make a great late night spot but they're not open late they close at nine i think what purple burrito needs to solidify its identity is two dollar cans of tecate with lime 
bottom shelf margaritas, like the 12 ounce, $3 bottom shelf margaritas. Purple Burrito sounds like a spot to party. If I could go to Purple Burrito and get two tacos, rice, beans, and a tasty low-grade adult beverage for $10, I would go there all the time. But that is not the case. Because it is not the case, I'm giving it a respectable 3.5 little violet <laughs> donkeys. Whatever Purple we were saying. Well, that about closes up our review segment. What do What's we have? the average? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> so we have 5, 4.5, and 3.5. So that adds up to... 13. 13 divided by 3. Mm-hmm. That's, this is a tough one. Come on, Andy. <laughs> 4 and 3 with the little line over it. 4 point infinite 3s for Purple Burrito. On average, at least. Do our averages even matter? They do. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I ask every week. So, Dan, what do we have next? Andy, I actually have a bit of a surprise this week. Uh, You see, we have a culinary obituary again. But, unfortunately, I wasn't able to do a whole lot of research on this restaurant. Oh, You see... I was going to do Purple Burrito on South Kim Brew, a location that was here for only nine months, the gestation period of a human child. They had great breakfast burritos as big as your forearm. Their carne asada fries were sweet bliss, and they were so close to my house. We were very excited when they came in. They even replaced Pasta Express, which is trash. (laughs) It's so bad. But then, as I said... They were gone almost as soon as they came. And there's not a whole lot of information out there about them. Um, I was planning on sort of a half hour to 45 minute (laughs) eulogy, um, as I really did enjoy their food even more than the other Purple Burrito locations. So I went down to the courthouse and I dug through some dusty old boxes and found the name of the owner. Yeah. Yeah, guys. The owner. And um, I actually have a treat for you guys today because he actually works in this building in the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower gift shop. No way. Um, you guys know there's a different gift shop on every floor of the Hammonds oh, yeah, Tower. I, I do my Christmas shopping there. Um, so you guys, I'd like to introduce you to Percival. Uh, <laughs> Percival, Jake and Andy. Oh, hey. Andy and Jake. Uh, Percival. So thrilled to meet you. I'm sorry. I, I You guys should start selling Tecate and margaritas, man. Well... Pleasure to meet y'all. I'm Percival Bernito, and I was the owner and operator of Purple Burrito on South Kimbrew. Oh, cool. That's great. I never got to go to that one. <laughs> well, thank you, Blake. How did I get into the restaurant business, y'all ask? Well, I started at my father Urkel's restaurant, Urkel Bernito's Euros in 1932 when I was just eight years old. That was in the old country. I would run the deep fat fryer and fry up pig lips for our signature dish. Which country is the old country? Don't you know? I guess not. Well, (laughs) anyway, I would run the deep fat fryer, fry up the pig lips for our signature dish, fried pig lips. And in the 1940s, we went through a bit of a rebranding. This might give you a little idea where the old country was. We became an anti-fascist hors d'oeuvre spot. (laughs) Our signature dish was Urkel Bernito's anti-Benito Mussolini Crostinis. (laughs) 
Shortly thereafter, we escaped to America, where my father would open Urkel Bernitos, Gyros, and Greek burritos just outside of Toledo. We served Gyros and our signature fish and olive Greek burritos. That sounds delicious. That was a Toledo institution for pert near 50 years until the Family Matters craze of 89 forced us to change our name. We settled on a moniker with both of our names in it. A father and son shop of sorts. Percy and Urkel's Real Pig Lips and Euro Burritos, or Purple Burritos for short. We operated Purple Burritos just outside Toledo until my father passed away in 2017. I moved to Springfield to get away from the big city life of Toledo and open up Purple Burritos at 603 South Kimbrough. Abandoning Greek food from the old country entirely and rebranding once again to Cali Mexican food, including breakfast burritos pert near the size of your arm and carne asada fries that were simply bliss. <laughs> then, in March 2018, I was informed that I would have to change our name or shut down indefinitely as there was another business in the area with a similar name and pert near same menu. So I decided to retire, and now I work here in the 16th floor Hammond's Tower gift shop. That's such a crazy coincidence. So yeah. your 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 purple burrito on Kimber was not affiliated with the other purple burritos. No, no, it was Percy and Urkel's real pig lips and Euro burritos. Euro, not Euro. From outside of Toledo, yes, Euro, as in European, <laughs> the old country. Right. So it's a Euro European burrito. Yes. We sold our Greek fish and olive burritos. <laughs> Your Greek burritos that are not Euro. Well, you, Euro. Gre Gre Greece is in Europe, yes. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I am. Listen, it, Hattie, it checks out. Are you not sure, first of all? <laughs> Listen, Dan, I came in here to talk about purple burritos. Yeah, and Dan, you promised Dan. that Hattie and Blake in here wouldn't yell at me. Dan, do you have any questions? You've been pretty silent. Um, no, I've been spending a lot of time with Percy um, over the last few weeks. Like I said, uh, we, we've been writing this particular segment for a while. Uh, so you're on like, you know, almost that's not pet name. What is that short name? Like not Percival to you. It's Percy. Oh, yeah, yeah. We just do Percy apart, me and Percival. It's just Percy between him and I. That's right. <laughs> He's just <laughs> da to me. Uh, Percy. <laughs> Uh, should you be around away from your post for this long? Yeah, you're right, Andy. I'll see y'all later. And the podcast is going great. It projects through the speakers here at the Hammonds Tower so all the employees and lawyers can hear it. And it's just so good. And I'm so happy that y'all have had so much success. And you're so good. I just love you. Well, thank you, Percival. Bye. Hey, hey, wait, per Percival. Do, do, any of the FB do any of the FBI people listen? Bye. Oh. Nothing. Never mind. I, that didn't come up, come through on the mic, did it? FBI people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, with that, I think it's time for one last segment. We have something special today, guys, and I wrote a little theme for it. <laughs> yeah. I've been I did that because I know you, Jake loves trap music. Yeah, that was that was great. <laughs> so obviously, this is I've been burgering, 
We figured we'd do this segment because we have a burger maker as a guest. Jake, what can you tell us about these burgers we're going to try today? They're a, a vegan patties that I make. And they're, uh, I don't know, they're just, you know, burgers, man. <laughs> just burgers. <laughs> cool. Well, we're going to take a bite of these burgers and report back. Cool. You sound kind of like MC rides a bike. <laughs> so the burgers Jake made for us are mushroom and Swiss sliders, basically. I think we have the slider buns. And they are fantastic. The patty is crispy and has so much flavor. I think you use a lot of different seasonings in here. We don't need to get into what you use, but it's very seasoned in a delicious way. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty standard stuff, you know, garlic, salt, um, onion. Yeah, I think the consistency reminds me the most of maybe a steak burger. Yeah, some kind of pressed burger. I actually had a gentleman send me a Facebook message about these, and he was like, I worked at Steak and Shake for like a decade, and... This is exactly like what, you know, he, he missed the burgers whenever he went vegetarian and uh, couldn't eat his, the what are they called? Steak burgers. Yeah. And, um, and he said, yeah, this is like so close to it. So so that's pretty similar to the reason that you started developing these burgers, right? Yeah. I just love tacos and burgers and pizza. I'm just like <laughs> super, super junky guy. When I went vegetarian. You have to kind of leave a lot of that stuff behind. Which is, you know, for the best. It's not very good for you, but also, like, I don't really care that much, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I miss them a lot. So yeah, your reasons are not health reasons. <laughs> well, they are, and they aren't. I mean, this is still better for you than you know a red meat burger. It's it's by no means good for you, but you know, well, it tastes awesome. I would order this at a restaurant. Not as a burger replacement, just as a delicious entree. Oh, yeah. I'd say this is the best veggie burger I'd had easily. Yeah. And this isn't like no, a paid sponsorship either. This is genuine. And I've had little to no veggie burgers, so <laughs> high <laughs> praise. Qualified recommendation. <laughs> veggie burgers are good. They're, they're pretty good. It's just that, you know, you're like, oh, well, this is a bunch of vegetables and pressed into a patty. And that's fine. I also enjoy those, but, you know, this is kind of more what I was hoping a veggie burger would be like. It's burgery. Yeah, it's kind of burgery. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can confirm that Jake has indeed been burgering. And just one more time, Jake, can you remind our listeners where they can go to buy some of these delicious patties? Yeah, they're for sale at uh, Homegrown on Cherry and Pickwick and all three Mama Jeans locations. I am going to go buy some <laughs> as soon as I can. Actually, I typically just buy them out of the back of your car, but... <laughs> I don't keep them in that's, my car. That's I made that up. That's not true. That would be a health code violation. Straight from his car to your table. <laughs> Love that steak truck. I I'm really into the new car to table craze. <laughs> so Jake's been doing a little bit more than just burgering as well. He has brought for us today a little bit of an R and D item. Jake, can you tell us a little bit about what's in front of us? Oh, yeah. This is fresh from my research and development arm of my giant corporation. <laughs> uh, it's uh, This is an enchilada. Exciting. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not going to... I don't have any plans on selling specifically enchiladas, but like the uh, taco-style meat inside of it is uh, vegan. Excellent. We're going to try that now. You use a specific brand of tortilla, right? Yeah, the only brand of store-bought tar- tortilla that has ever 
even come close to like making me happy at all is La Banderita. Awesome. So what we have is a La Banderita tortilla stuffed with, it appears to be cheese. Is there beans in here? No, no beans. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, because it's textured soy protein, just onions and um, chiles and cheese. Yeah. All right. And so be- I, made a, I made an enchilada sauce for it. Awesome. Off mic, Dan just said that this enchilada is better than the burger. I'm going to take it one step farther. This is better than anything I had at Purple Burrito. Yeah. It's so good. It may be. It's very good. <laughs> well, I have I mean, I would never say that anything I could possibly make could be as good as Purple Burrito, but, but thank you. You're a humble man. Yeah, I... I, I don't think I've actually ever had like meat substitute in like a ground beef form. That's delicious. Like I you could have served that to me without telling me that no. it was meat substitute and I would have not would wouldn't have known. Wouldn't have known the difference. And Danny likes some meat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's gonna wrap up the segment and it's gonna wrap up the show for this week. Jake, thank you so much for being with us today and thank you, talking, Jake. talking purple burrito. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Fear not, listeners. This is not the last time you will hear from Jake here. We have a plan for you to come back here in a few months to try out another place that's uh, pretty special. Incredible, even. (laughs) You guys, thank you so much for listening. Please keep telling those friends about the show. If you've run out of friends to tell, find some more. Tell them about it. Follow us online on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and, of course, springfoodpod.xyz. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, email them to us at mail at springfoodpod.xyz. Please, please send us questions. And if you have a culinary obituary or an idea for a segment, Uh because Lord knows I'm running out, (laughs) go ahead and hit us up with those as well. Andy, what are we at? Uh, 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 Andy, what are we eating next week? (laughs) Then I believe next on the docket is sandwiches from Country Girls Espresso. Yes, Country Girls Espresso is a sandwich shop. We're going to find out more about it next week. Thanks to everybody for listening. Enchiladas.